Welcome to the Art Burrito Podcast with Jason Wilkins. Life, art, marketing, and all the deliciousness in between. Here we go. And we're recording. All right. Hey, everybody. This is episode... I do this every time, and then I have to check. <laughs> Number 33. All right. Patrick Waugh. Amazing. Oh, don't... I don't know what that is. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. This is why I should have learned about sports, because it comes up all the time. <laughs> like, when I would get my hair cut by Nick, um, yeah. he'd, like, start talking, or it would be on the TV, and he'd be like, oh, yeah, did you watch? I'm like, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he knows his sports. Yeah. But as part of being a barber, you need to be a chameleon. I, yeah, you kind of have to... fit into all the different conversations that may yeah. may arise we're gonna open these up oh yeah oh, yeah. oh that was a good one i, I put it like as Sweet. close to my mouth as i could thanks publican i stopped by there thanks guys i walk in they hand me beer yeah they've been pushing the patios open all mm-hmm. weekend. they were up there's people up there right now we should have done it live oh on see if i had planned better that would have been a good one you just need a creative team around you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least one guy at least somebody else besides me. <laughs> <laughs> so I, because I rushed here because I had to get my eyes checked because I'm I'm officially old and I need like basically bifocals. I have to go do that too. My uh, <clears throat> much better half has been. You can't read that sign. No. So I get it constantly. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, and I rented that Batman costume for Halloween. Yeah. So a I couldn't see really out of it, and then I did my glasses on. So my wife was like, look, oh, look, she's so cute doing this. Look at it. And I'm like, I can't see anything. I'm sure it's great. But <laughs> yeah, how, how was Halloween for you this year? I know you're a massive uh, fan. Actually, I was really pleasantly surprised. Like the people who did it, like went way out because I think they thought, you know, no one's going to do it. So we better put a little more effort in. Yeah. And um, I, th- I thought it was great. Yeah, I had a, I had a really good time too. Like lawn decorated. Yeah. We probably had 40 kids. Yeah. And plus parents. And yeah, I always put up like a little bar too. So if parents come by, they can have a drink and just chill out. I mean, socially distanced, chill out. Are you that guy? I'm that guy. We, I'm always looking for that guy. Yeah. So yeah, my street is, is pretty like Damn. open and we can kind of get in there. So I always have a case of beer, whiskeys, a couple bottle of wine, just come out, whatever you want, you know, pick your poison. Damn it. Batman could have shown up and totally wrecked it. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, um, super fun. So anyway, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't know. It's like the thing where I have to, I have to, to draw. I have to be able to see. Yeah, right. It's a handy thing. But then, I, if I'm looking at the, my screen in front of me, I can't see that. So then, and then now it's like, anyway, six hundred dollar <laughs> bifocals. I'm not doing it. Do you know what he said? He goes, you can get these basically bifocals, or you can just take your distance glasses off and put them on your desk. You'll be fine. Like wow. because I. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So he's a, he's a great salesman. <laughs> he's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's good. Now he's got you. He's he, he didn't make that sale. No. But he definitely earned your trust. And now you're just going to refer a bunch of business. Exactly. That's a smart tactic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how are things going with you? Well, we, we've, we've had lunch and we talked about stuff. But like overall with the way things are, you said almost business as usual with you, if not slightly busier or is it... yeah it's interesting um i don't i i 
I'm assuming you just want to know what's been going on through since the uh, the world shut down. Yep, in March, uh, here at least. Um, it was it was fun. It was um, off the hop, nothing. Yeah, for two weeks, just kind of still doing my work for mm-hmm. the current clients that I had, moving mm-hmm. forward, things like that. And then within like a couple you know weeks and that, and I I started getting random referral emails and calls and yeah instagram messages and and things like that about hey kyle i've got uh this person and they need help with this would you be able to figure that out for them and yeah next thing you know it's people that have service-based business yeah and they're not so much coming to me for like talking about their brand and talk about their website or whatever yeah things that people think i do um <laughs> which is my fault um and they're and they're like how do i run my business through this and i'm yeah sitting there going i don't know mm-hmm. and but here's what i would do yeah and to help with <clears throat> like process flow of how do people come in the front door and if they're gonna order food and they're gonna do things like that and how do i get orders online and do yeah. all these things and i'm just like it's funny i didn't realize i had this arsenal of of uh equipment in the back of my head to be able to say yeah you need to use this this tool and this online platform and this and try this and i know these guys are expensive but it's a lot more intuitive to use and and pushing that kind of thing so you're able to open that tool at least and i was just giving people like free intellectual property yeah which i've been trained not to do for yeah and i talked to certain friends like stop giving it your ideas there's a way to get paid for that right so gotta go through it yeah and and we figured that out and go through and, and it seemed to work for a lot of people and and to the point it's like now people have have some people have actually done really well through this covid thing that they've even said okay we're going to keep moving and growing and things like that yeah that's what that's kind of what i'm well i same with me i saw that too I, like a massive dip um slightly longer for sure because um i was i was still working on stuff but then um especially being a freelance artist you it's well, you like, had to go to Toronto all the time. I was going to Toronto, yeah. and then um, so that I had two shut down right away, two big ones, and then uh, <clears throat> I looked at my wife. I was like, "Yeah, that's not. This is not good." Right, right. <laughs> so, and then um, you just end up you, you're forced to just create stuff to, for yourself to do, yeah. and and throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks, and you just hope that something does over that period of time, and then. Yeah, I saw kind of a an increase a little bit, and now it's like probably it's super awesome. busy. I told you that thing that you did at the was it the food? Oh, Cortha Food Chair for Food Chair. Yeah, incredible. Thanks. Like, just to watch how you've been doing, well, you know, you've evolved over this. Like that was mm. the first thing that I've seen that has been a, a step forward for you and your yeah your your visual your creative visual side. Yeah. It was like when you added those color backgrounds and the, just a big the, just a blob of green with your black over top. It was amazing. Yeah. So that was it added such a, a form of depth to it. And I thought like there he goes. He's pushing. And I was like here we because he's yeah. And I think that came with time. And it also you said that earlier. It was a big space. Yeah. So and I noticed that you did it in your office. I did it there too. Yeah. yeah. So I, cool. I just got excited about that, like the whole thing. Uh, and thanks, by the way. Yeah, it, it was super fun. And um, the scale itself got me excited because it was, was my biggest one that I'd done. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I just I just went to it. And the lift truck was really fun, too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, cool. This is neat. <laughs> Wilkins on wheels. So a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you're just forced to do new things and it pushes you. 
yeah and, and for sure like i was thrown into more web than i ever wanted to do and yep. for me to just kind of say okay i guess I, i'll do this even though i i you know me i'm not a big fan of the internet in general so i kind of mm. get back in my head like i've designed tons of websites in my career but I'm, yeah I'm, it's not something that i like to I yeah i mean it's all part of your brand but for me it's there's so much more that needs yeah. to go into that before you can even get to that point and i just said okay i'm gonna learn this i'm gonna figure out the best way to use shopify and start to figure these things out and i was trying to trying to figure out ways to hack shopify to be able to have multiple things and, and stretch it as far as we can within one account and and yeah. learning and and really learning yeah and making mistakes again and pushing things around not that i'm not making mistakes every day but just like shit i gotta figure this out yeah <laughs> well two things there so a shopify i've been paying for for about eight months i've never used it and because i keep saying i'm gonna do it and i don't know if it's a good fit so maybe we could talk about that if you but um <laughs> we don't have to talk about it right now and um but it is interesting how you've kind of reverse engineered things for yourself like you're not you don't have a huge social presence. You don't post every day. Yeah. And I think that's worked in your benefit for your benefit. Like as far as it's me, it's kind of put you in an air of, um, I don't know what it is. It's like, I think maybe that makes people want to reach out even more and be like, what's maybe. this guy up to? Like, actually it's funny. Cause the last time we were on this podcast, I still yeah. didn't have a website. Yeah. I remember I dropped in and you're like, I'm working on it, but I have, you know, client stuff. And, and I've been working because I'm changing my business and I'm, I'm focusing back on the more things that I want to do in the mm -hmm. areas, which is mm -hmm. food, beverage, a little bit of cannabis, cigars, yeah. like just things, tangible goods, yeah. one, um, packaging. Yeah. But it's all in those pockets and also in everything that surrounds them. So yeah. food is food packaging, CBG, that kind of thing, but also restaurants and service oriented things and that kind of stuff, which is around things that I care about. And yeah. I, is that because you're in a position now where you can do that? Like you're like, okay, like I'm in a, I've reached a point where I can now pick and choose kind of thing. Or have you been there for a while? Um, I think that may, uh, that's a good question. I, I've been there for a while. Like I've done things yeah. in the past in those realms and I've always found the most enjoyment of that area. Yeah. Um, like there's nothing, there's no greater feeling than going into like the beer store and seeing your stuff or going into a grocery store. And oh man. Yeah. It feels really cool. That'd and, be awesome. And I, and I shop with my eyes as a designer. Like yep. my pantry has things in there that. That's how I shop for wine. I don't if the label looks good, look. I'll try it. Oh, for sure. Right? <laughs> if, I don't even know if, if it's good, but it looks great in my pantry. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or on my exactly. Counter. If I like looking at it, I'm yeah. probably going to enjoy drinking it just because I like looking at it. Like it's, it's a little less than that now with a kid, but yeah. it's, it's still in the back of my head. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's $3 more, but I'll get it because the box is really cool. Yeah, exactly. So that's part of it. But And then the other side of it, to your, answer your question, is like, I don't know if it's just, if I'm in an opportunity to be able to do that or anything like that, but I've I've never sold myself, like never gone out to try and find business before. Yeah. And I started to try in COVID. Yeah. I don't know whether it was the whole, well, I mean, we're still in it, but yeah. at the beginning, everyone, everyone was like, now everyone's we're all like, going to die. Ah, the world's totally. ending. It's a volcano. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I didn't know if that was what made me like kick me in the ass. I actually tried that yeah. kind of thing. It's been a lot of referral, right? Like, yeah, I believe in if you do quality work, you build referral Yeah, and you're a good person, you build referral and you go down that path. But I did it. I reached out to a couple people and they're like, yeah, let's talk and let's go and let's do these things. And it's, it's been great. That's awesome. Um, and and it, so now I'm like, oh, wow, now I'm going to actually try and go after some big stuff. Like, yeah, 
see what happens because mm-hmm. in the, in in my previous days and when I was in the GTA I I uh, I was just like sure I went to the meetings with people and I sat there and I had to sell you know brand concepts and identities yep. and strategy and like that kind of stuff but it was more so coming to me and then I had to figure it and then present it now I'm going to them and saying listen this is I'm looking at your thing we could do a lot better I believe in this this and we push push forward that kind of way yeah and I think right now people really appreciate that because they're they're um they're looking for stuff that's gonna a keep them going right. and and excite them because people right now they need that so bad like i'm finding that with my own stuff when people reach out they're like for example virtual events or whatever we just need something for our team to get excited about again yep. like we just need to feel good yep so it's tough it the is virtual event thing is tough yeah uh, off the hop really cool everyone mm-hmm. was like oh this is neat we're trying we're moving the world forward and now people are like i don't want to be in front of a tv screen or a computer yeah. screen anymore because i'm still working in front of one all day and i expect me to go to a thing like that's a challenge that's going on right now there's no comparison for sure like when i was doing my events in person there's n- nothing can compare even this like what mm-hmm. we're doing right now you can't there, there's no comparison that i don't think there ever will be we'll get used to it mm-hmm. um like i've already kind of gotten used to the whole what that means and you're still it's pretty cold um but it is what it is and i'll take it because it's work but um and it, and if it gets out if it gets the client excited and it leads to other things that's great too but yeah there's nothing that can replace in person no. and i don't know when that i've done a few but it's it's <laughs> it's like the plexiglass in front of me and i'm drawing it. it's like this still is weird I, I i'm not on board with this either right. so i've kind of reached a point where you are as far as i don't I know, I don't know if I, I don't know what it's going to look like for me as far as doing, um, event stuff anymore. Like my character stuff, I feel like my mural stuff has kind of taken me to a new place that excites me way more. Yeah. So I want to do way more of that and see where that goes. Totally. Cause I think there's way more room for that to grow. So it's, it's a weird time and it's an amazing time. Like we moved studios um in july yeah right in the middle of it yeah and yeah i remember seeing sean and your brother carrying a desk across yeah i was doing the same we were like yelling at them yeah and they wasted no time one left guys one left yeah go go go. (laughs) they had way more heavy stuff than i did um but i looked at jordan like should we do he's like fuck let's just do it like what at this point what like you know the space is made yeah so it's it's great to just and and some of the biggest businesses are grown in times like these, like IBM, Microsoft, like all through recession times. Right. But I, I think that a lot of times it's it's about finding it's it's about making lemonade, right? Like mm-hmm. if anyone can sit there and complain and and say, Oh, I'm not coming to work, I'm just gonna click serve and that's a choice. Yeah. Or you can go the other way and ignore all the stuff that the government's throwing at you and try and find uh, creative avenues to actually create new revenue streams and verticals in your business to be able to grow in different ways. And yeah, those are two different ways. And yeah. what's happens is that if you sit on things and don't change and don't grow, you're plateaued. Yeah. If you're going the other way, you're actually pushing yourself. You're learning. Yeah. You're growing as an individual. You're growing as your business. You're growing, you're taking chances and you're in with chance you get reward. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I, I look at people that are, just still sitting at home, not doing anything. It's I frustrating. Don't understand that part of it. Cause if you love what you're doing, I mean, that's just me though, right? Like the other side of it is 
maybe they don't know what's going on with them and things like that. Well, that's, sure, a, good, there's the, well, that's a good point because the whole people <laughs> people's heads are messed from this, and I get that too. Yeah. Um, but you gotta. I don't know what it is. You gotta pull yourself out because you're gonna die. You're just gonna die if you're not doing something at least, mm-hmm. even if it's a thing, something, one thing a day. Like I feel like sometimes. Uh, I don't know if you're a Friends fan, but uh, Alec Baldwin was on there. And he's like the guy that was dating Phoebe. And he was excited about everything. So they got in a fight. He's like, this is the best fight we've ever had. Isn't this amazing? <laughs> I sometimes feel like that when I'm putting stuff out. Because I, I like being positive is really it's super practical. And it, that does create change. Yes. And if people can just try to like even a little bit get their head there a little bit, yeah. it changes everything. And, and, and don't get me wrong, like, I'm a pretty positive guy, but I crash. Oh, like, I have downs. I, I do know. too. Everybody does. Yeah. But it's how you de- how you deal with that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I don't know. The, the COVID thing for me, yeah, business as usual, for the most part, there was a lull at the beginning. And now I'm, it, it gave me an opportunity to really focus. And so I wasn't inundated with the, the the amount of meetings and things that I had to go into. I can yeah. Actually get like I've I actually just ran into um, Jeremy Kelly on the street. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I haven't seen you since like January. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I know. I've been around though. Like I've been, I've been in my office every day since April. Yeah. Like I was like, I can't work from home. I mean, I've got a one-year-old and nope. Right. It's, can't do it either. Insane. So I can't focus and I need to do this. So I started going to the studio by myself and it was me and, uh, Brogan, um, my digital partner, and we were in there, and he, just the two of us, just focusing on this thing, and it was great. Like we could set up just little Zoom videos, like as much as I'm not in there, guy. It was yep. great. And then instead of being a hour and a half of listening to people, you know, go on and on, like oh, what about this and things like that, it was more of a, all right, where are we're talking about this, and it just made it more efficient. Yeah. So I could work on my stuff and keep moving forward. Yeah. Other than, anything other than my website, obviously, um, <laughs> which I am working on. I promise, at least in the next ten years, I'll have one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's just it was it was interesting. So, and then people started calling me. It's like um, the same thing as referral picked up as well. Instead of me going out and getting referral picked up as well, yeah. And I started doing things again and started helping my current clients with certain areas, yeah. And just doing a lot of things. Like it's it's been really good. So there's that pocket of when I, yeah. I, Jeremy's like, you haven't been on social media since like forever. And I looked at my posts and that's why I did a blitz like two weeks ago. Yeah. He, and I was like, oh shit, you're right. I should put something up. Yeah. And it was like four or five months of nothing. Yeah. And I just sit there and, and it's, it's funny. And like, but it's I, also not your thing. Like that's, yeah. Unfortunately it's the labor. It is my website. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right well, that's, that's kind of another thing. Like, do, do you think that's a, do you think websites are still a valuable thing? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Because um, I hear you hear all kinds of shit. Like you hear like you don't need a website anymore. Everything lives on social. Well, yes, no. Like, there's different. There's different uh, scenarios of that. I think that a fully customized website is impractical for a lot of small businesses. Um, yeah. I think that a lot of people get caught into spending a lot more money than they need to in certain areas Yeah, with the world of templates when you have, you know, 50 wizards that perfected one thing mm-hmm. and why would you challenge that? It's like the whole Shopify thing. Why would you use something different than Shopify or WooCommerce? Mm-hmm. Right. Why would you try and create your own, just use what they have yeah. because it works and the UX side of everything has been 
thought it, thought it, thought it, and pushed and pushed and pushed to a point that you don't need to re-engineer this. Just use it. It's like I'm not gonna go to, <laughs> I'm not gonna go to Porsche and say I want a Porsche, but I want it this way. Yeah. Right. It's it's weird. They've perfected it. So it's like, well, so okay. But if you're Coke, if you're Pepsi, if you're a big company that needs a strong online presence to separate your business and and why you're valuable and that sort of things. Mm-hmm. If it's, it's in that focus, then for sure, by all means, do that kind of thing. Introduce video and animations and customize whatever yeah. doodads and widgets and yeah. whatever you need, right? And, yeah. And I, I think it needs there. But the world of, like, I've built five websites since March. Oh, have you really? Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Just quick, just boom, boom. I did one last week in two days for a client of mine that does a create she's um she's turning a consulting firm but she doesn't need a massive website this is who i am this is what i do this is how you get a hold of me right like she yep. just needs a platform so she could amplify her yeah seo and I use digital we- presence i right? use weebly perfect right? <laughs> I, I don't know if that is perfect or not i use i well my <laughs> website has been built on squarespace okay yeah like why wouldn't i like i'm not a yeah it looks great and more importantly, it works better. Yeah. It's completely efficient that I can just sit there and yeah. And I always design mobile out, like start on my phone. I'm totally illiterate way. when it comes to like any kind of design that way. So it's like for me, it's it's just perfect. Yeah. I can drag and drop, boom, done. Yeah. Um, but there's things in there like, yeah, I have to redo a bunch of stuff and um like you, client work and stuff comes first and Yeah. Well, clients come first. It's the relationship. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I have to. Mm-hmm. But what else? Are you, what, what are you doing next? What, what's going on for Jason? Um, yeah, it's been really busy. Like, uh, again, just a lot of ref- a lot of referral stuff, and um, uh, moving into Christmas, my character stuff. I was always like, I do that, and um, it always blows up. So I, I take it. Mm-hmm. I like I said to be a hundred percent honest. It's not my first love anymore but it's there. So I do it. And, um, uh, but, uh, I have a few other illustration jobs, like the one for the Thornlow cheese. Um, cool. so I'm doing like their cheese map. Mm-hmm. So kind of like where they came from and kind of where they are. Yeah. You told me that. Yeah. That's really neat. So I'm working on that How now. How big is it? Uh, like I'm, I'm picturing it going down a hallway. In the facility. It's actually not that it's, it's, it's going to be on like a large plaque outside, oh, their, okay. outside their building. So yeah, I'm doing that. And, um, possibly a video for an IT company, so an animation. Uh, speaking in animations, which I can now do in Procreate on the iPad. Oh, cool! So things are just like, as far as tech goes, mm-hmm. I'm like oh my God, every two seconds I turn around and there's something new. Like I can do with my the equipment I already have. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah. And animation is not something I ever thought I would want to do alone because I w- I worked with an animation company before and. Um, I kind of just did the drawings and they put it together. Whereas now I'm kind of excited to try to do it all. Yeah. So, super cool. That's fun. Um, mural stuff. I have two coming up. Uh, one for a dance Academy in Toronto and then one for PRHC, which is good. Awesome. Um, you doing it in the hospital? Yep. Oh. Uh, in, in one, in one of the kind of offices and then they're going to, they said they have ideas for other spots, but man, the red tape involved in that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, because they have a, a look and feel for the hospital it has to be earthy. So I don't know what that means, but uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a big concrete block with some wood on it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's kind of like one of those things where, and it's advice I give like up and kind of like artists coming up, try to make sure you have lots of stuff open 
and because I had some stuff crap out over COVID, like my event stuff. Yeah. And it's probably not going to come back to the way it was for years. And so I still had murals, illustration, caricature to keep me going. Right. And then it just so happened mural was the thing that I latched onto. Awesome. So through through COVID, like if anyone tells you there's no, uh, they're not inspired or they can't think of it or they, it's just a matter of latching onto something and giving it a try. Yeah. Like just challenge yourself. Yeah. In a different way. You got to look at things differently. Yeah. Exactly. The, the, the status quo of what you've been doing is gone. Yeah. And you have to evolve. Yeah. What do you th- I'm what, trying my best not to say the word pivot, essentially. I know. There's a few things. It's the hustle of 20. You know, like it's just. I can't even. I don't even use that anymore. I used to use it all the time. And yeah. then uh, the new normal of the other one. <laughs> I think I used it once in a post recently. I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably shouldn't have done that. Um, but yeah, it's a strange time. Like, and I feel for, there's so many people I know in the event industry that are just, they're done. I mean, for now, as, as, as strange as it's been, uh, it is, it's also not strange. I mean, I found that since the restaurants opened and us being in our amazing little bubble of Peterborough Mm -hmm. has been really great for us. And and I've been riding bikes and I'm playing hockey twice a week. Yeah. Like. I'm back to normal. Yeah. yeah. Um, on that side of it, hanging with family, going in for dinners. Yep. It's weird walking downtown, seeing all the same people I did last this time last year. It's really nice right? that way. It's a little. It's obviously it's a little different because it, it's less. Yeah. Like it's there's not as many people in the street, but but it's still the same. Yeah. There was definitely that mind fuck at first. I remember coming down to my old studio when all this started happening. I think it was around April, and I came in. I'm like, it was a ghost town yeah because the media you had to well you also had to and social media just told us that we were going to die if we went outside yeah i mean that's where everyone's minds went yeah and i mean that's it's crazy that's the, the power of yeah of uh influence and pack mentality and yeah and all that kind of stuff it's crazy like i've kind of look at america yeah it's unbelievable yes right god i've kind of flipped in as far as that goes like at first i was like yes everything should be locked down everyone should just until this thing is gone because we weren't 100 educated even then now it's like okay this isn't going away so now what like right. you you it, it, you have to deal with it you have to be out you have to right. keep moving on totally and like, i mean i'm still like, i'm conscious of everything yeah so if i go into canadian tire i follow the arrows on the floor and if there's someone in front of me i stay sure back. you got to do all that do stuff all that stuff i mean if that's the way the world should work then let's do it yeah like, it's not a big deal yeah anyone who complains about it being a big deal has got something wrong with them in the first place in my opinion there was a <laughs> yeah there's some people on facebook and cl- close pretty close to me that i grew up with and uh two of them said basically like uh you know we don't this is bullshit we're not wearing these things this is craziness um one one person in particular said that it was the conspiracy theory which is oh it's know, the best so I have, a, I have a close friend that talks like that and I just, yep. I love getting them fired up and seeing how far it'll go because at the other side yep. of it is like, I'm also going to listen to what someone has to say Yeah, because I don't believe that yeah. there's a right or wrong. I no, you should be open. Indifference. And I think that everyone needs to accept certain areas within a certain threshold. This is my campaign speech for 2024. Of- <laughs> <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> 
yeah i heard i've heard everything from like uh actually what she told me was um uh i said so you think it's a conspiracy theory she and i think her words were um read back over the last six months of my facebook rants i'm like that's where it ends i'm not re- I'm sorry <laughs> yeah. i'm not sorry I it's not happening one, it's not gonna I, I think i read one out of probably yeah. your, and um and i even went to an event uh, a wedding uh, a couple months ago it was very like separated it was one of those weird ones and i had a group of guys sitting in front of me and one of them from toronto does business here and uh big guy he's like you know we were just taught shooting the shit and talking and he's like he's like yep yeah, my son won't wear a mask I won't fucking wear a mask. My wife won't fucking wear a mask. Cool, man. So, I, of course, I didn't get into it. What are you going to yeah, say? I know, right? Like, that's going to make it any better. Nothing. Totally. So, I was like, yeah. Okay. Sure. Great. Yeah. Good for you, yeah, fucker. It's, it's about you. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's all about you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. What do you think about, like, the social climate right now? Because if you ask me, if I'm out and about and i see certain things people are pretty aggressive like you you do get some of that happening right now and do you think it's like do you think it's people just being stressed out of their mind or do you think it's like just unrest like people are just not sure what's coming yeah i think i think it's mostly people are just frustrated yeah Uh, like i've seen it maybe twice in our small town consistently Mm -hmm. it's gone Mm -hmm. um one was at canadian tire believe it or not no i believe that that's Seems to be a hot spot. Yeah, I think. It's, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and, I was in the, and it wasn't me. Obviously, I don't get involved. I'm not a confrontational person. But yeah, there was some stuff going on in front. Yeah, I like, can't picture you getting just, fired up. Really, it's just, <laughs> no, it's just frustrating. Like yeah. I think people are just like, oh, I just want it to be normal. And I'm like, that's what the term "new normal." The, the new normal. But it's like, yeah. But the other side is like, you're just thinking about it too much. Yeah. Like just throw a mask yeah. on that's a that's what i'm know, trying to it's like are you gonna go to the washroom and, and not use toilet paper when yeah. you take a poo-poo yeah <laughs> like, like oh no i don't i use this and this is what i do and if you guys don't have that yeah it that my mind goes weird like that but that's, that's it's true poo-poo. it's true <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm trying to keep it g-rated we're taking a quick one okay we're back just like that but yeah um I so that's a ridiculous analogy, but it's no, it's not. (laughs) Listen, uh, I, I, yeah, no, it's not. I can rant on and on about all kinds of things. And the one thing I think if you go back to all my podcasts, I think once in each one I've talked about drivers, okay, (laughs) because I'm an old man that way. Yeah, I drive very slow. I hate, I hate driving now. I feel like. I'm at the age now where I've seen it like 20 plus years, like, um, and through all this, people are insane on the road. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I almost can't drive anymore. It drives me nuts. Oh man. Just I'm like my seven kilometer drive to work every day is slow. Do you know what's steady. funny? You would piss me off. And then the person speeding would piss me off. <laughs> okay. so, so, so I get rage over everything. <laughs> so if it's, it's an 80, you don't go hundred. You have to go 90. You have to. All, yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just a little bit above. Yeah, yeah. I, there, I love putting. Um, here's another hockey term for you. When I go out to like my parents who live out in Keenway, mm-hmm. I put on the uh, the cruise control at at a, at a smooth uh, Air Calendros 88. Right down Highway Seven on the in the right lane. And just, yeah, I feel know. like I'm around family right now, where I have to <laughs> nod and smile. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah Eric Lindros. Yeah, eighty eight. Yeah. yeah, and then that's when they say, "Okay, Jace, you can stop pretending." <laughs> yeah, 
we know. <laughs> so funny. But, yeah. Hockey for me was comfort because I used to, we used to go to the cottage. I used to go up with my grandparents and they'd open the cottage up, put away groceries, light a fire. Um, I'm guessing when that all happened, probably I was probably 12, 13 and I would sit down and start drawing. Okay. Right away. And so my, my papa, my grandpa would sit in his, his chair, turn on the TV and first news and see what's up and then hockey. Yeah. Like right away. And then Grand would do everything else. He'd just sit there. All right. Beard, just sit there. And then um uh and then that, that's when for me it was drawing and listening to it. So I loved that part of it, like just listening to hockey. Yeah. And I think I got some like I know the basic rules from just that, but like yeah. It, it's all right, man. My mom tried. <laughs> Honestly, I I think I was about three when my parents tried to put me in organized hockey in Keene. Yeah. And I hated it. Uh-huh. And there's photos of me crying, laying on the ice and all that kind of thing in like my full gear. And then uh, they took me out and they put me in figure skating and I loved it. Yeah. To the point where I was in like pageants and that kind of thing for yeah. like a year and a half, whatever. Yeah. And then I learned to skate. That shit's hard, man. And then all my friends were in hockey and then they went back. It was like yeah four five kind of thing and then i just played hockey until now i'm 38 and i play hockey twice a week ever since i've been listen i not not too long ago i started doing stuff like like whole working out things certain things now that i do i think i'm nuts and so i should now try hockey you want to come out i have the ice rented every tuesday morning i do we have a good group of guys like Mike and, I, and Nick and TJ photographer, like there's a whole bunch of like guys in this area that. So is, is there anybody them, in that group that like really suck? Uh, I can't say that out loud. No, you can say yes or no. Oh no! Then you, <laughs> well, I guess you shouldn't say. Anything. I'm kidding. It's all different skill levels, and Damn. it's not about that. Like it's yeah. Not, obviously, there's there's people out there that you can tell didn't grow up playing out. I just tried just for the hell of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I, no I don't think I will. Throwing my things under the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit. Um, so, what do you think about? What's your take on like, um, like Couture Candy over there opening up and like storefronts opening up right now? Like, do you think that's a wise decision? Uh, I think it's a challenging decision. And yeah. I think it takes guts to get ahead. Yes. And to our conversation earlier, if you're not trying, you're not, you're failing. Yes. Um, I think that anyone that's opening up a storefront right now is yeah. trying to create an experience that people miss. Yeah. So if they market themselves that way. Yeah. So it's like, I'm just playing devil's it. advocate. I, I believe that you should yeah. do that. I believe so too. I, I yeah. totally believe it. Cause if you're not, yeah. you're just scared. Yeah. You're not, challenge like people want to go out people yes. want to go to a store people want to do these things yeah now how do you make them feel comfortable with that and certain yeah. areas and like that and as you know as we go through this thing that comfortability is becoming easier and easier yep um you know so so i i think that i don't think people should slow down i think people should still take chances and, and push forward on that kind of stuff like i signed on um susan who owns hanoi house yeah has me to rebrand yes. hanoi house she's oh that that was awesome to see by the way right and then she's now she's posted that stage two right yes lansdowne street the old copper copper yes i thought that's where it was i wasn't sure but i saw the kind of the edge of the building like that must be what it is so good for her like Mm -hmm. like screw this thing it it can't you can't allow it to slow yeah 
humanity down to yeah. a snail's pace. Like it can't work that way. I always use couture candy. But be smart about it. Well, for sure, for sure. Like they, like for example, them over there at, at couture, they, 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 they created the solid following beforehand, yeah. and um, and I was talking to Mike and Shelby about it when they were on, and uh, and yeah, they're just like they're blown away. I was blown away. It just makes such perfect sense. Like for them, especially, yeah. People, it's it's fucking bright pink down George Street. Have you, you people want that. that? Yeah, I did the mural in the oh. inside. And well, that uh, was you. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> and uh, so that is a hundred percent what people need to see right now. Totally, the fucking bright pink 100%. down George. Yeah, walking in, getting candy. Yes, there's a there's a lot of things going down George Street now that people don't want to see. And that is one of the nicer things that have popped up in a while. Yes. Um, we need more of that in our city. Way more. We need to allow people to push a little more, the right people, and do mm-hmm. things like that. And, mm-hmm. and and there's this air of fear. And I don't know. It, like My family's big in this town. My old aunts, my mom, they don't like coming downtown right now because of the way that our community has evolved over the last right. like, two years. Right? And Yeah. And, and I mean, you and I are down here every day, so it's like, oh, that's just the way downtown is. And we're, we'll, yes, it and, and whatever. Yeah. It doesn't affect us in a way that way. No. So it'll change. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm not saying like it'll change in the sense the community can change, but it's changed in the sense of people will become more comfortable around what it is. Like, you don't, yes. Right. You're never going to go back. You, ne- you can't step backwards. No. That's like the whole mindset of like the back when it was this day and that. And it's like, you can't, you have to, move forward and evolve yeah. and grow and, and do that. And that stuff, like again, across the street there, that's that kind of thing is what's going to make this whole entire downtown much, much, much better I over time. I haven't met them yet, but like, good on them to do that. And like same with Justin Graham opened up the Art yeah. Winter in East City, right? Yes. It's like they got brick and mortar in town now and yeah. they're doing well. And they're, because we live close by there, they're lined up. Uh, if I go for a run or with whatever I'm down there in the morning, it's lined up around the corner. Yeah, I, I so there's that there's that support in this town that um it's just insanely amazing. Like something launches, people are on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. And they support it. It's great. I had this conversation the other day that I'm that's got me a little concerned about some areas of this COVID thing on the restaurant side of things, is that off the hop, everyone started doing takeout and everyone supported them on a sense of like, yeah, we need to support and keep our businesses open and this kind of thing. And I, and I, and I hope I'm wrong, but I'm feeling this, this energy of people being like, we can't keep doing it. And I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen in the next like six months. Yeah. Unless we can change and go like, yeah, screw this stuff. It's, it's up to yourself to not be an idiot and open things up and do this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, you have, it has to get there. The restaurant side of things, uh, freaks me right, freaks me out too because um, you've got like perishables, you got stuff that like I think that was a big issue at the beginning, especially was like they had all this food that oh all of a sudden they can't, it's gone, it's it they have to get rid of it, yeah, right. So um, then what do you do? And then now we're in into the colder months where they can get creative. That's what and, I'm talking about. Yeah, they can get creative if they yeah. if they can you know get some fires going or something. Yeah. And I, I don't know what it's going to take. Well, but. I think it's just a different mindset. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to challenge what you're doing, what we talk about. Like you can't, yeah. you get, you figure it out. Yeah. Like I think about it all the time. Yeah. I'm trying to think about it for my clients, like Rare and Sam's yeah. and now Hanoi House and Hard mm-hmm. Winter. Mm-hmm. And I got a couple others 
yeah. it's isn't like, that interesting those <laughs> those places that are doing amazing right now are don't exist. <laughs> it has nothing to do with me. But it doesn't. Still, there's they it's all the people behind it. That's fine. But whatever it is, uh, especially rare, like um, they just keep. Tyler we're we're going to use it. And Cassie, pivot. Are, yeah, sure, we'll use it. Tyler and Cassie are two very hardworking people that aren't afraid to challenge things and, yeah. ch- and change and push and see yeah. what happens and take that risk. Well, it just shows what, you can, what it takes. Yeah. It just shows what you can do when you have quality and people will just latch onto that yeah. because it's amazing. And it's not, totally. And that's, that's exactly what it is. It's mm-hmm. like, there's an older demographic in the city that perceives rare as a fine dining restaurant. Now, it is sure it's one of the more fine dining restaurants in the city but if you go to toronto go to fine dining restaurants it's white tablecloths waiters coming in and out of the shadows and candle lids and like all that kind yeah. of thing where peter bro tyler's when it comes to fine and those kind of things and that sense of quality is there it's it's there it's like quality restaurant yeah it's, it's everything that he touches and that goes in your mouth is built with the sense of quality yeah and it can be the simplest thing as a peanut butter sandwich because if i guarantee if tyler makes a peanut butter sandwich it's yeah. going to be better than anyone else's peanut butter sandwich yeah. to a 130 dry age ribeye that comes from the farm in keen yeah whatever yada, yada yada like it's not about yeah oh you only serve that there and, and things like that. it's more about the quality of food from everything listen we went for his fucking ice cubes yes honestly it's ice cubes to the way that he packages his takeout like it's yeah. unbelievable we went to actually they hired again local supporting local they hired brianna uh, goslin to do their stamps mm-hmm. right down to that is amazing totally like the stamps on their packaging yeah their takeout yeah. orders like I, I i loved when i saw that yeah. um but we went for our anniversary in I August. I apologize to Brianna for making the font too small on the bottom of it, though. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Yeah. Like, Are you kidding me? How do I make this? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's so refined. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Everything about what they've got going is wicked. Yeah. And whether you like it or not, part of it's, part of it's your design. Yeah. And that's uh, it's and, a big and, part. And the other is when I talked to Miss Sam about it. Yeah. She's got that takeout window. Yeah, that she used years ago. She spent money to put it on, and she's like, "I never use it ever since." And now she's using it like now crazy. Now it's all the time, and she's and she's killing that again. That's yeah. great. Right? Yeah, like early on, it might have saved her early yeah. on for sure. It's fantastic. Yeah, we went for our anniversary to to rare, and we got um. So, I got the spaghetti. I, my wife's like, "Why don't we're here? Why don't you get some steak or something?" Like, I'm like, "I love pasta." Oh yeah. So I got spaghetti with the giant meatball on top. Oh man. It was amazing, and then uh, we got the we got the donut for dessert. Yeah. So again, talk about um, peanut butter and jam. He, he did a, a donut. Yeah. It's like, like a donut. It's Andrews, right? And I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We took it home, and I got really high, and uh, I, I <laughs> and I ate it, and it was the best thing I've probably ever had in my life <laughs> at that moment, especially. Yeah, of course. So like, um, we have an incredible community here, and. Uh, you hear it all the time downtown, you know, blah, blah, blah. But man, like there's, it, you have people supporting people, you have you know, quality businesses, you have, yeah, they just keep things moving along. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I've got, I've got a lot of um, fun projects coming down the pipe involved with downtown and involved with just our city in general in the next little bit um, that I've just been working on since this thing started and 
I've, I, I mean, some of them I've actually actually had the contracts drawn up before the stuff happened. And yeah. The ones that I just put together and same with reaching and saying, we should do this. Yeah. And, and it works and, and people are, it's, yeah. it's been really good. And, yeah. And again, people are looking just to get excited now. Like when, there was an idea you brought up uh, when we were out for lunch and like things like that get me pumped. Let me hear it. It's probably really smart. Yeah, it was really it was really smart, <laughs> and we're not going to say. It. Oh, it's the it's the uh, thing that you you were going to get started. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like things like that can be pumped because it just makes everything better. Yeah, just so one made, step I, closer. So I've made some progress on that top secret project. Nice. And I'll I'll share it with you. We'll have lunch in the next couple of weeks. We'll talk about it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So it's fun. I was going to ask them to come over, but they just took off. Oh. Um, so when, do you think as far as like design and like that kind of industry, is there anything that's like being done now that wasn't done before COVID that you you're seeing like, okay, I never thought of that. Or this is something new that I definitely, I'm sure there is. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's very talented people out there, um, that are pushing the boundaries of, any sort of art or creative or fashion, anything, right? Mm -hmm. There's always people like that doing that. But what's happened with everyone being in front of their phone so much is that the regurgitation of the same feel and, and trend and, and that kind of stuff is, is become harder and harder to get away from Yeah, with everyone doing that. I, I truly believe that social media is, 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 slowed down creativity in uh music uh, art fashion everything to a point where there's no, yeah there's less people thinking for themselves and trying new and pushing boundaries and stuff like that everyone's just trying to be like mike the next thing and it's tough to do that so to the point of like even you see all these motivational entrepreneurial talkers out there and speakers yep. and stuff i was like i said this the other day and you know me, I'm a pretty outspoken person. I was like, I'll bet you anyone that writes a book in the next three years is just going to be a complete plagiarized piece of shit because there's no one, not an original thought coming out of it. Yeah. And anything like that. And, right. And, and it just makes sense because it's all regurgitated shit. Yeah. Oh, I read this. I need to say that. I, oh, I saw this. I need to say, sh shoot it like that. Oh, I, I, I saw someone do this and I need to do it just like that. Like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And Th this I, will get me likes. This will get me. It's pretty weird, man. Mm -hmm. It's, it's weird. Like, there's there's a big, I, I truly believe that there's going to be a big anti-online, anti-social, anti-digital community movement coming that's yeah. going to change the world again. And we're, and we're going to be up for something that is going to inspire all of us and make the rest of us feel like, holy shit, this is amazing. The, the world's changing for the better again yeah. and, and doing it. And I, I, I truly believe that it's the internet that is 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 halting us at this yeah. point now don't get me wrong there's a lot of good with the internet as well yeah but i'm in my world i i think that a lot of it needs to be it, it it's just it's it's crazy there's too much of the same and there's too many people like i see it all the time if i see more people share like gary v shit i'm gonna i know throw my phone in the water like it's crazy i know and um there is um especially like the visual art side of things um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, uh, outright plagiarism. Like there's people oh, just, there's people are just grabbing people's stuff and saying no, it's and, mine. And, and, and I should, and like, here's, here's an example is like the, 
the opposite of that is that when I did, it's not even the opposite. It's the exact same thing. When I did the hard winter, I sat with Carly who works with me. She's an illustrator first and I'm trying to train her into becoming more of a design eye because in my mind, an illustration mind can help influence design in the future as she grows. So I said, I need this thing to go with a Victorian style font. So I did like really detailed typography and things like that in it. And I gave it to her. I was like, I need you to draw me 40 different bunnies that look to certain ways and things like that. She drew me something like, a, a rabbit with a backpack full of bread on the back. And like, like I showed you that yeah, and, and like things like that. And yeah. we got to this point and it's like those ideas for me is like diversifying myself and what I do and challenging my, my core. Like I can do old school stuff like really quick. Yeah. No problem. Typographic lockups and things like that. The yeah. Fucking established here and the shit there. And it drives me nuts every time I do it. I <laughs> do it anyway because that's what people want to see. And it, it, it's insane. Right. But yeah. I can't figure out what's next because as soon as I go online and look for a little inspiration or I go into something else, I see fucking since 19 this and all this kind of thing. Right. It's, it's exhausting. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to get Carly to do this side of it and I'm going to do this and see if we can amalgamate and do a good either complimentary or juxtaposition and we're kind of in between the both of them in my opinion but it's worked out really well they're chess and grandma really happy with it because it makes them feel like them they both have an art background that's another stimulus of why oh do they yeah so i was like okay this has to be artistic and driven that way so they like it and it feels like part of them and move forward in this kind of whole thing and then they also live in a cabin so i want to make sure that there was a story reverting back to the cabin for them as in this bunkering down for the winter and that kind of stuff and but the idea of using different things to pull that together yeah was, was i thought was kind of neat for me in the change instead of just me sitting in a corner and drawing a whole bunch of sketches and directions yeah. and things and then putting it on a computer and figuring it out from there i was working with carly again which was nice to be able to use different people and i've told you before i was like i need to find something to work with you on yeah but it needs to fit yeah right like i need to find the right client the right brand the right product whatever it's going to be so i'm and i'm working on it as you know i'm always yeah. working on shit like that like wineries and, and yeah. whiskeys and beer and, and things i told like you that. beer is like on my hit list yeah for sure so i want to do that yeah, so yeah. mine's empty by the way how's yours doing Fuck. so is mine <laughs> you can keep talking you can talk to people listening and i'll get us beer i'll just uh yeah <laughs> you can just cut this out right <laughs> whatever man Sorry, it's hard to think when you don't have a slightly amount of alcohol in your mind. Oh, it's square nail pale ale. Great. Go ahead. There it is. <laughs> um, I've always so that's what I'm trying to play with all the time now is um typography and my illustration yeah. stuff. And um, it's an interesting experiment because I get pretty frustrated sometimes because um, I can't, I'm still playing with it so much that it's, uh, I don't know, I find it really difficult. It's not an easy one to accomplish for me, like to get, because typography for me is still fairly new. So I'm still getting used to that. It's, it's funny. It's fairly new. It's one of the oldest arts in the world. I know. It's really cool. Yeah. Like I wish I could be a type designer. Those guys are yeah. they're insane. Uh-huh. Like the amount of patience and revisions on the curvature of the of the under ascender of an eye. Yeah. Right? Like 
oh that's not right because it doesn't match the r and i need to figure that out is that the right curve because when i put the big bubble of the p around it it doesn't line up right and i need to figure so i'm going to revert back and do the entire alphabet the only thing i can remember that's just the capitals yeah right and then you're like holy shit from art school we had so we did have uh in the illustration we did have like a design element to it mm-hmm. and I, all i can take away from the design part of it was serif and sans serif that's it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. everything else i'm like what did we i can't remember what the hell we did but I'll, i do remember our design teacher teacher was militant like she was hardcore militant like if you didn't do something a certain way my god and this was before digital like so everything was done by hand and yep which I think is beautiful, actually. I follow a few people on on Instagram who just do that. They yeah, don't my, touch. My college days were started out with all hands done, like yeah, drawing, same, using a lot of rulers, Heinz Jordan paper, Letraset, all those kind of things of illustration board. Oh, crazy! And oh. then presentations, everything had to be perfect. Your tape had to be a certain the mylar. That oh, was wild. Man. Yes, and then <laughs> it was it was great. Like, don't get me wrong, it really created patience for me. Yes. But now, if you go to, into a design school, I shouldn't say this. I mean, I mean I've, I've never, I haven't been to the OCAD one in years. The last time I was there, I was like 25. Yeah. Like, I just graduated. I was like, shit, why didn't I go here? Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, I went through this whole thing, and and it was just like, it's just like, like a sea of computers. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, they have lecture halls, and they have open classes and they have to do certain things like illustration class and things like that but yeah it's computer focused now and i mean i'm sure that's the way the world is but how do yeah. you learn certain fundamentals and and, and things like that it's like it's, even to the day I, so when i do photo shoots yeah i need to cut a piece of bristol board in half to be able to put up a white blocker or or to be able to pull the white light into yep. like a product photo and stuff like that. Yeah. And people are like getting scissors. And I'm like, what are you doing getting scissors? I just put a ruler down an X-Acto knife and just slice it off. And it takes two seconds. And they're like, oh, I've never seen that before. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <sighs> yeah. It's insane. And, I'm, and they're like, holy shit, don't you cut your fingers off? And I was like, no, not after you've done it twice. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Once your one finger's gone, you won't yeah. do it again. Yeah. Um, I, I have great memories of compo- like composing my illustrations for class. Like the, the black... Yep, the black sheet, and yep. then you have like the the mylar, and then the finished art. Yep, and then there's you had to um, you had to cut it a certain way on the back, or you also you were minus marks, forty five degrees, right down to the tape. Yes. Yep. And the, if you used um, uh, rubber cement, yep. you had to make sure that was all gone. You had to also race it off the thing around yep. the edges. And I I remember loving that part of it because you knew you were done when that was all complete, and you looked at it, and even if it's like four o'clock in the morning, like fuck yeah, like. So that stuff is missing now. Like, I think that even if you talk to my daughter who's 14, she uses my iPad all the time. And she just thinks she should have the iPad. Like, she should just, you know, like, well, you work on it. So what? I'm like, listen, talking about going back to basics, use traditional materials, get used to those traditional materials. Right. And then, but yes, we do live in a time now where, of course, yeah, it's all done that way. I believe in tradition. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I believe in if you respect traditions and where they come from, that's where authenticity comes from. Mm-hmm. Now, I also believe in challenging it to be able to make it better and grow and evolve. So there isn't really a wrong, but if you're just bastardizing it and pushing it to a different angle just because you want to without purpose, mm-hmm. then there's something missing, right? That's like, where I'm, I feel old school when I'm talking to her. Right. It's and, like and, and you I have just, to understand what it took me this long to, 
there was no technology when I there was there just was none when I left. I had to teach myself all that stuff. But you can't put that head on their shoulders because they've just grown up with technology. Yeah. And she knows stuff about the iPad that I didn't even know. Yeah. Just like that. Did you ever do ink blotting or like uh, puddling with gouache? Yes. Oh fuck. Yeah. So what a nightmare. I'm I'm not artistic. I'm like I can conceptualize. Yeah. But I can't illustrate things like this logo. I couldn't even do that. In it's terrible. Like it, <laughs> yes. I, it would just look like crap. Like I could do this on my computer. This right. This square nail logo. I could probably redo that in probably ten minutes on my computer. The entire thing. Right. But the to do this by hand, it would yes. And colorize it like the way they used to, with either paint. It used to be gouache. Yeah. And they puddle it all, so it was clean lines in between each other, and they just let that it like insane. Yep. And I'd say a month. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have to do it forty times. Yes. Insane. I remember when I'd we, cry. I'd drink probably forty beers. Oh my god! <laughs> there was um, there was a project we did, and it was uh, in in inter, in um, art fundamentals. So it was the first year I went before I got into illustration. And uh, Sam was already born, so he was like one. And I had to pull an all nighter to get this. We had to do a chair that you couldn't sit on, so you had to do. So I I warped illustration board into this giant chair, and I put I hand glued probably 300 nails on this chair so it looked like it was an art piece so yeah. no you can sell it it looked like a chair but no there, there's nails you're not going to sit on it so i had the form of a chair but it wasn't functional yes and that was the project and Amazing. uh and stuff like that i don't know like if you were to say to my daughter like and maybe I, i'm sure i'm underestimating her abilities you know a couple years out but man that stuff builds character and makes you work like mm -hmm. and i don't know what the landscape looks like for now a couple kids of the guys now. <laughs> that, it's just been replaced with something else like yeah that's exactly what it is yeah but i mean we know that there's a certain amount of patience that doesn't exist because you see it all the time yeah that's what i'm worried about right and mm -hmm. and because of this instant gratification of again <laughs> sound like a I just sound like an old internet tyrant. I'm like, get rid of the internet. I sound like an old man all the time, man. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it, and I, but I mean, it'll balance out. It has to. like, Yeah. Because if so, if, if the idea of like all the young kids coming up that are in their teens now and early 20s have like this thing called work ethic, apparently I've heard. Right. And everyone after, not everyone, but the majority of the people after complain about certain things and entitled and there's all that kind of thing. And it's like, are these young kids going to come up and like all these other people are just going to be working for them in the next 10 years? Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? And I, then everyone's going to go through the hype and it's like, Jesus, I'm older than my boss. Yes. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. No, don't get me wrong. I know that there, it's not everybody. No, but there is that air. And like, um, again, if I were to use my kids, I'm sorry, but it's, 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 it's out there and it's just, it's almost like they can't help it. It's just the way things have progressed and they sometimes expect things to just come. Yeah. Right. And part, and it's partially my doing too. Cause like, Hey, my daughter wants to use certain things like my iPad. I'll sure have it for a couple hours, whatever. Maybe I shouldn't be doing that. Maybe she should be, I don't know, but the, you're not supposed to know. <laughs> I, I, I there is no guide anyway. It's so. up to the government to control us. And they need to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Time for another break. Mm-hmm.
Okay, we're back on. Um, I don't know if I already asked this, but what when you're talking to like clients and stuff, what are your what is like what's their feel of um like what's going on right now? Like even so so for example, people who you've done work for, for example, like rare, do you consult people like that during times like this? Like do you say, okay, do they come to you and say, now what can you help us help us with? Yeah, Tyler's a good example. Um because they're doing the whole chicken thing. Yeah, he calls me off and on and and, and um, <clears throat> asks me what I think of things. Yeah. Right? And I, as a very transparent person, I just tell him my gut feeling on certain areas and what I think you should look out for. Um, now, knowing that Tyler's a very talented person and no matter what he touches, he can make delicious. So, mm-hmm. um, again, back to quality, not fine dining. So, mm-hmm. there's a different perspective on that. Yeah. So, if he's going to do fried, fried chicken, it's going to be the best fried chicken in the city. So, I'm not going to tell him not to do that. Yeah. But I am going to guide him on a sense of like, don't try your best not to alienate anyone and push people out. Make sure you are inclusive of your current clientele that are expectations of getting that steak and doing things like that. And, and to the point of that is like, I went there last Friday. Yeah. Me and a bunch of friends and a bunch of six, the max amount. Um, and we, uh, had his uh oh his Nashville hot chicken sandwich. You had that yet? Unbelievable. No, it's, we it's, we keep meaning to order there. It's real good. So I got some oysters and then I just ordered that sandwich as an appetizer. And then I got the braised short rib dinner. So I got the oh, best God. of both worlds. Yes. Right. And you know, I'm a, I'm a, I like to eat and then I get, you know, a couple pints and then a couple oh. whiskey and and it was a great night. And then it's sleepy time. Oh yeah, I, was, I, was, <laughs> I, I got I got dropped off at ten ten thirty, and then uh, I woke up the next day and it was Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a great, it was a really interesting experience, and and I know that there's some, there are some business decisions that he did to make that. Yeah, there's some personal decisions that he did to make that, and I, it's it's nice to know that clients and random people even just ask me things like that, that trust me and I'm, and I'm always open. And if I don't know, if yeah. I have a good answer, I'm, I'm always like, I don't know. I apologize. Like I, this is what I might do. Yeah. And, well, and I'll guide them in the direction to find the right person with the right answer. Yeah. Like when I said earlier and you got, you got super uncomfortable as far as like, you don't want to take credit for how they're doing now, <clears throat> of no. course. But like my uh, point is to but, get them in a position to be able to grow. Right. Is to help them build a brand foundation yeah. so they can understand who they are and start to move forward with purpose yeah. instead of just move forward. It's a different that way you can build community around your brand. You can build uh, longevity, lifetime value with people that are around you and go from there. Yeah. It's different than a lot of people like, what do you, what's your brand? Like anyone that comes to me and, and says, Oh, I just rebranded. What do you think? And I'm like, well, tell me about it. Well, what's it, your, it looks cool. Yeah, what's your brand purpose? What's your what's your mission? What's your vision? What are the values you stand for? What's your what's your promise to your community? Yeah. And they're like, oh, I just got a logo. I'm like, well, that's not your brand. That's just a logo. So in your opinion, how many designers out there are doing that? Not very many. Yeah. Like it's not a it, it it's not a see, I'm not a design studio, I'm a branding studio. Yeah, exactly. Right. And and the, the idea of what separates good now, don't get me wrong, like a really good product, a really good service and a really attractive package that represents that can go. Yeah. Right. But it can only, go, I believe that it can only go to a certain point. 
you need to understand who you are and what's the ecosystem that makes this thing move forward. Yeah. Of like who you are, what you do, how you do it and why the Simon Sinek area. Right. Yeah. And then that builds, helps build your brand purpose and what you're doing it for in the first place. And then from there you can have a promise. Yeah. Right? Then you have your mission of what you're going after. Then you have your vision of where you want to go. Right. And, 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 and that's all tailored toward the people that are around it. Yeah. So you can essentially tie yourself into the subconscious mind of people so you're building a community around your brand mm-hmm. than just customers. It's a different mindset. Community tells the story of your brand and builds referral business for you. Customers just come back. Yeah. It's different. Well, I can even see it when they talk on social. <clears throat> um, and sorry, I don't know their names, but for rare. Uh, uh, Cassie. So Cassie, when she gets on there, I'm pretty hooked because I want to hear what she's saying. And um, same with Sam, when she gets on, you, you just want to listen because they clearly are super passionate about what they're doing. So it, when you come across like, I mean, it must happen, but when you have people approach you for stuff, can you get a good, like, will you turn down something if someone comes across as like, yeah, I just want to make some cash. Can you help me out? Or, or, or does that matter to you? Like, It depends on the reasons why and what they're doing. Right. So, uh, sure, if someone came to me and they're like... I mean, you can't judge someone. Of course, you want to make money. Right. Like, I have to make money. Oh, everybody like, does. Honestly. But, like, if that's their... Like, you know what I mean? Like, if that's the core of... Because you're, you're about storytelling and about creating this thing for... Like, this is a pretty big deal. Like, it's, it's their future. Yeah, I mean, you, there are... No, no. So that's that's just reading people, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to sometimes you you good businesses last with the people around them. So Sam's will last forever because mm-hmm. Sam's there, right? Until little Sam, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Maybe. Yes. Never know. Yeah. Or maybe she'd be like me, like I don't run a trailer park resort on Rice Lake. Yeah. <laughs> right. And my dad. Let's my dad owned Sam Recommend downtown here and then bought that and then nineteen eighty five and then still owns it. My brother and sister are trying to take over. I told my dad ten years ago, I was like, I'm I'm gonna do my own thing, which he did to his dad. Yeah. He used to own three grocery stores. Yeah. And Sorry, what does your dad what did your dad do? He owned Sam the Record Man downtown Peterborough in like the late seventies to nineteen eighty four. No way. Yeah. It's crazy. And then there's this the mall music world and dad's like, Okay, time to get out and and he bought a trailer park because he grew up as a kid working in a trailer park and he loved it. That's awesome. There's something, but yeah, yeah. So the, and now they're out on Rice Lake, and they've been there. That's where I grew up, like on the water with crazy sea dudes and boats and canoes and fishing and all that. Same kind of with stuff. their cottage, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but sure, there's there's the business entity of what you're asking is like, are there certain businesses I wouldn't work for? Yeah, sure, like cigarettes and so yeah, you know, things that'll things that'll kill you. Yeah, cigars and cigarettes. The government has lumped them into the same thing. They're not the same thing at all. One's yeah. a natural product that's been around forever. One is a manufactured product that was invented and turned into uh, a sales tool to make tons of money and tax dollars for governments and yeah. things like that, like pharmaceuticals. And uh, right, I sound like a conspiracy guy. <clears throat> Apologies. <laughs> um, and then yeah, so it's natural. So there are businesses, yeah, that I, I wouldn't get involved in. For yeah, sure. I mean, that's part of the reason that I'm. Not to a sense of like hurting people and things like that. That's part of the reason that I'm really trying to go down the niche of food and beverage. Yeah. Because I really, it makes me happy. 
There you go. Like, honestly, I, 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 if I you care. boil anything down, I saw this company. So this company I, I follow for years. They started a studio when you know a year maybe as mine. I started mine. Like back, I'm sure I shouldn't say I started a studio as a freelance designer when I quit the agency quote end quote mm-hmm. uh, world. Um, and they just launched a new brand that they did call it's called hard water. So it's alcohol infused water. Okay. Crazy. Right. So if you think about it, everyone's trying to get like the neutrals and the zero calories and all this kind of stuff. Right. Come in. And I'm like, that's the next evolution of it. Right. Right. In the alcohol game. Right. As close as you can get to a non-alcoholic beverage yes. or a zero calorie calorie water with alcohol yeah it's basically vodka and ice right <laughs> yeah when I, I enjoy a good sure good vodka on ice cubes yeah but it's uh it's a neat thing right and they packaged it, it looks really cool like really strong coloring put it out there it's different and, yeah. and it's new to the market and anything in any sort of game like that like the beverage market thing is if you come up with new yeah people will buy it new people will buy it this it blows my mind that like craft beer companies just don't come up with new, new 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 just just come out with one beer like flavor of beer that you can put in here and put a different label on it every six months yeah <laughs> listen from a guy like i said who buys right. stuff for labels i know and i'm an artist I know. so i know how it works but like um yeah you're right i don't know maybe that'll work yeah the cannabis industry does just maybe just a beer that's called new i yeah. don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah right. but i i it, it's weird. So yes, there are there are obviously like I'm not going to work for things that I don't like. Um, yeah, things that I have personal beliefs against. Um, and not saying that those things are wrong or anything. Like some of them are wrong. I think smoking's wrong. Yeah, but I think that um, that's you know the beauty of being in a business. Like sure, maybe there's a studio competitor that just does the stuff I don't like. Right. right? Well, for sure there is like. Like, so do you do like, is your focus always like, um, local based or are you just, if you have an, if someone comes to you, so whatever. I don't, um, local for me is, is important obviously because I'm here and I, yeah. Like, I love my community. I'm from here. It's just as you've done so much, like, uh, literally yeah, around means, the block from where we are right now. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, but that's networking, right? Like, people sure. tell me I'm at a time in my career where it's just lined up properly, where other people are at the same yep. time. And yeah. it's going that way. Yeah. Like my big business is still in the GTA. Um, and now the the a new company I landed is out of London, uh, <laughs> Ontario. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I have... Um, I'm connected with a couple other people in the area that work, uh, do networking for me and pull me in on certain projects and things like that. And they're in the GTA or here, but I have, um, people in different parts of the world that work with me when I need them Mm -hmm. and and that kind of stuff too. And if they came to me with a project, I'd definitely do it. Like if I'm into the project, yeah, like I don't, I don't think that. I asked someone, someone was getting really political on me the other day and I just threw my creative director hat on. I was like, yeah. well, why the fuck do we have countries in the first place? Yeah. <laughs> right. And, 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 and he, and he kind of took me back and said, I don't know. I'm like, well, there's gotta be a reason for it. And he, and he kind of backpedaled and then I shut the conversation down really quick, which was great. What was the point? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, it's maybe just one world leader. 
<laughs> okay, okay. That's I'll scary. I'll do it. I'll, do it. <laughs> I'll, do it. Yeah. No, I'll step up. All right. It's just a weird, it's a, it's a, if you step back and think about it, it's like, yeah, it is right? a little bit nuts. Isn't it just, especially uh, what's going on right now. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. if, if you, if you take the optimistic side of it, isn't it just a mishmash of beautiful people with different ideas that all think different ways. And the only way we get true peace is if we understand and respect and pull back and don't have any biased opinions against other ones saying no there's certain wrongs in the world but yeah the other side of it's like just because it rubs you a little bit wrong the other way it doesn't make them wrong and that's certain areas it goes yeah we're getting political again in a perfect world oh podcast, my god no no it doesn't matter um no. so it must feel like insanely awesome when you walk into rare or you walk into sam's or you walk into any number of other spots even locally like it makes I know again it makes you a little uncomfortable, but literally, you're having an impact on someone's lives when just by doing what you're doing, right? What makes me happy and feel good is is not to sound like a, <laughs> a giddy teacher or anything or you know whatever, but I, I just uh, it, when people are happy with the outcome of of things that come, and I, I've built a relationship with them to a point where we're not working together anymore, and they just want to hang out that's pretty cool that's awesome and then they just tell their friends to hey you gotta meet Kyle because he can do some really great stuff for you yeah and that and I even think that's that's so underrated right now we're talking about like a younger generation like um because when I was growing up um my biological dad wasn't present so my grandpa was the kind of like the big one like he was and he would always say like you know, it's about people. Mm -hmm. It's always about people and don't let anyone tell you any different. So <clears throat> I've always kind of kept that in the back of my mind, like um, nothing else matters. And if you have that down, you're right. golden. And I don't think there's enough of that even now um, as far as like, again, what we're doing now in person, like sitting down, talking to somebody or having those people skills. It's <laughs> like, it's, it's, it can change everything mm -hmm. and yeah i think that's kind of what you're accomplishing because a you're providing quality and b you're a good guy so people they want to continue to work with you right yeah i mean it's sure that's that makes total sense and that's what i surround myself with. it does friends. make total sense but it's funny because you're the same way well yeah because i was kind of raised that way but like me too yeah and it's interesting because i think some people are so talented but they're missing that component, yeah. right? And that's and that's a massive thing in the design industry. Yeah, um, a lot of designers just want to be designers and sit in their dark hole and do their do, thing, do the thing that they've been asked and tasked to do by a brief, and and they're comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, the other side of that is is the uh, is the sale side of, and, and I don't even think just because of just because my business is a branding studio mm -hmm. and it's built on these philosophical ideas of what connect people yep. through building brands and identities and art that reflect that doesn't mean that I can't go and I think I could spend a year or two and find something else to push the passion of who I am as a person to be able to talk mm -hmm. and give this verbal diarrhea that I'm giving you right now <laughs> towards a different process or a different area right like yeah sell the plant in your corner yeah like there's so my business is to find out how to sell 
and how to push their brands on the different things. So yeah. I'm all over the place on sense. So I'm helping people figure that out for themselves. Yeah. And to furniture companies, to beverage companies, to food companies, to cannabis companies, it's about finding out really like who they are so they can sell properly. Yeah. And, and give them that purpose. So even constantly like consult. Do it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And people are like, okay, that makes sense. And then I'm like, let's just push this for three years. Yeah. And see what happens. Yeah. And and it grows because it's a consistent message that comes from somewhere. Yeah. Instead of thirty percent off. Yes. Or yeah. This is it. This is my logo. This is what we do. Like it's different. Yeah. You can line up any company and if you talk to people in a certain way, it'll win. Yeah. Over the other company that doesn't talk to people with purpose. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I can even see it in freaking in emails. When I send an email to somebody and of course there's no feeling in email, but you can there's tons. You well, you can make it. Yeah. But like um that's kind of where it all starts for me, because most of my come it either comes through Instagram, it doesn't matter, it's text. Yeah. So um there is that's the jumping off point, and I'm always so careful with that because like people can read into that real easy. Yeah. Here's, and, here's, here's an interesting way to do it. It's hey, I'm Jason. Uh I love your space. I think I could help you with bringing some life to it. Mm -hmm. Would you be interested in having just an open conversation about the opportunity of working together? Right. Those are things I've never done, especially with my murals. I, I haven't even until this year. Yeah. So I'm just using it. But I think that's an amazing idea. Or it could be, hi, this is Jason Wilkins from Jason Wilkins Creative. Mm -hmm. um, I, I excel at doing uh, murals and I've done a bunch in the city and I think that we could work together and move forward together. Now, which one sounds more human that you want to talk to? Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. so the language of emotion that you get from those certain things, and that's branding. Yeah. That's yeah. coming across as something that yeah. paints a picture in someone. When they read it, they digest it yeah. in a certain way. And that's a brand. Yeah. And just being human. My God. Yeah. There's so much, like, I'll get stuff sometimes where it's like, even from a prospective client, like, I'm like, oh boy red flag immediately just the way just the way they've started the conversation i'm like i don't think so mm -hmm. like i'm not yeah so that's you know i get it too yeah instagram and stuff and then like yeah nah, i don't feel it it's pretty transparent i don't feel it you know and, yeah and 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 in and, and the end of the day it just it comes down to the point is like i don't i don't want to hang around with you well, that's, that's well, here's the thing you, you, you're also talking about, especially you, you're talking about spending a great deal of time with somebody yeah, and really getting deep on what their mission is. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Do you want to sacrifice that if it's shit? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, uh, Paul Bennett. Yeah. Friend of mine. Very successful. Cool customer, dude. Very cool guy. Humble as hell. And he has this thing. He's like, I want to work with cool people who want to do cool things. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm the same. So I do work with him. Yeah, we just launched. I don't know if you've seen it, but we just launched the East City condo, uh, the East City development across Mail House. Yeah. So, of course, they saw all that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the sign? Yeah, it's in East City. Yeah. They just put up yesterday. You no, I haven't seen that. Right. So, Paul and I got together, and I was like, "We should start everything you do. We should start building brands around. So it's not just a building. We start to uh -huh. build stories around it and why that's there. And all we want kind of one things. of those, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So I. Uh, I came up with this name called the rail yard from because originally it was it's pretty simple it was the rail yard <laughs> yeah, yeah but i went to the idea it was like we were going to call it the uh, canoe factory 
and there's this other one called the Wheelman yeah. building. Because back in the day, there was a, a cycle race in East City. Yeah. Around the cricket fields that were in East City. I don't know if you Crazy, that. no. And all these different things. But I went through this and found all the stories. And I was talking to um, John Oldham at the archives about all these things. He gave me all the history on these things. And, and we ended up with the rail yards and we'll sell idea. So I built, if you go down the city, right beside Hard Winter, now there's a, on the fence, there's a big sign that's got the new logo that I did for the rail yard. And coming soon, right? Residential, commercial. And there's talks of certain things coming down and like that kind of stuff. Um, and then and then it shows the rendering that Let did, right? Let yeah. Architects put together. Yeah. And it says another project by Ashburn Realty supported by Pioneer Inc. and Let Architects or Let Architects and Pioneer, right? And put all the things in there. And now moving forward, as Paul does these things, is like, I've got another one that I'm doing for him. And we got another one I'm doing for him. So Paul comes up the concepts development side of it for passion through the city and what he's going to do and what's the right purpose and all these things for that yeah build a brand around it that makes sense for the area and what's the history around it and paying respect to our city and that kind of thing and that builds these beautiful buildings that tie all that together as well and start to erect these awesome things in our city to help it grow and i mean that trifecta yeah is really neat yeah because it's like that's amazing really passionate about the city he loves it and he wants to grow the city in a in a into a the best city in the world yeah and let architects is like i need to be surrounded by people that have the idea to let me do what i want to be able to grow this thing to the to the utmost detail oriented perfect structure that i can do with functionality and purpose that's surrounded by beauty and design and i'm like i need to wrap this around to pay homage to the history of where it all comes from and that kind of thing in a brand you have three minds like that together (laughs) it works really well i literally just got chills so the east (laughs) city one is the first one that we've done yeah and and I'm I'm really excited for the next two. Are you? Three. Yeah, yeah. We've already started them. Like, like where he's going to develop? Yeah, it's all there. But we're just in the back of my head. Right. Ideas. That ideas. In my head all the time because I really like, I really like architecture. Yeah. And I really like interior design, and I really like landscape design. Yeah. And I really like branding, and this pulls all that stuff together for me. See, that's so nice because if like, you walk downtown Toronto, and there's a new condo going up every two seconds. And it's it, called like cold, joy cold, cold, yeah. And just it's got a stock photo of a and a young girl holding balloons, smiling at it. And yeah, it's looking in the sky, and, and you're like, like, "That's gross!" Like, <clears throat> you know, it it becomes like this this just gross thing that no one wants to look at, and mm-hmm. people are you know fighting against. And you have all these. Whereas that what you're talking about is like it's like few building it from yeah. its history, right? Right. Yeah. Now th- in Toronto, there's the Toy Factory lofts, there's the Feather lofts. Oh, there's sure. There's the not Abbey. There's a bunch that are built around that idea. Sure. Those are built on what the factories were. Yeah. What I'm doing is building the brands around the community of what it was before. And I love it. Yeah. So Ash Burnham. Yeah. Where we're doing that one, you know, the train tracks everyone goes across. Yeah. So that's going to go right down between them. But it's like that was the original train station in Peterborough back even back in the 1830. 1854 when it was actually Ashburnham. It wasn't even yeah. Peterborough. And that was the first one that came. So, I mean, you know, the train tracks that go across Rice Lake. Yes. So that was the tracks that went right to Peterborough from Coburg. And it was called the CP Rail, the Coburg Peterborough Railway yeah. back in the day. And it was pretty cool, man. Like the amount of history in the city is unbelievable. And why do you think people are going to want to buy it? Because you now there's a story that they can tell people. Well, I'll tell you right now, it's going to be the coolest thing in the city. Once again, I'm branding it as the hub of the city. Yeah. And I'm strategically though, because the logo yeah. is a roundhouse. I mean, East City in itself, like we're there, and 
like it's obviously i mean i love it because just for so many reasons yeah. but um when i moved home i wanted to live in east city i wanted to buy an old i think paul's there now actually he said yeah. he was going to move there yeah. i don't know if he's there now or not but um yeah that's insanely awesome yeah i mean those are that's a passion project too right so how do you, you mix business and passion together and it's it's a win-win isn't that amazing yeah shit so we're lucky plus restaurants and, <laughs> i know it's amazing and i'm working on some other like my next step as i get older yeah i, I realize that i'm never going to be able to retire on a sense of stop working mm-hmm. but i could be able to slow down mm-hmm. but i need to start using my talents for myself yeah and not everyone else so i am trying to put the right people together for percentage ownership in certain yeah. projects that are really passionate to me yeah and i've got a couple on the go right now that are mm-hmm. one's beverage based one's hockey based and i'm things that i'm will do until i can't yeah right? i'm in the same boat like and, i'm trying to find this thing that's going to sustain me when i'm older when i can't fucking move so. right. yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and i mean a lot of people are like yeah it's real estate and a lot of people are it's this but i'm like if i could figure out a way to use what i'm good at yeah and what i like doing every day to do that yeah it'll be great because if i have like percentage ownership and a bunch of businesses going before like who knows that's exactly where you want right? to be and, and as long as you keep doing what you love doing yeah yeah and that'll keep you young to facilitate yeah well to a certain extent or my son um so i have to go pick up my kid so okay <laughs> i looked at the clock i'm like oh shit <laughs> i have 20 minutes um yeah i've got to go uh work on a couple projects sweet i can't and now i can't even think what i'm supposed to work on this afternoon I wrote well that's the book. two pub, the two beers that's what i did well that just means the project's gonna be better <laughs> yes that's right <laughs> yeah. oh i know what i'm doing i'm building a website for a one of the top uh cigar manufacturers in the world right now oh no big deal no whatever big deal. And, <laughs> and and the beauty of it i just do design and ux on it i don't have to do any of the back end i have a partner for that and i just kind of do your thing yeah yeah i can just ease in i'm gonna go home go back there and put on some like cuban music and just roll sweet Is, <laughs> yeah we have like two minutes so i don't know if we've ever talked about music i know you see you and mike and like that crew kind of have like an understanding of music i don't really like i know what i like to listen to while i'm working yeah well how important is that to your process of working very important okay. music is a fuel yeah same um yeah whether i'm playing sport or yeah. cooking or working yeah um i always put it on for whatever's right towards that same. So okay I, yeah. I have like if, if i'm cooking at home i have like a mexican cooking playlist that i put on yeah random and i have an italian one or if i'm working on yeah cigar stuff i'll put on like i always have to have noise music or something like yeah that. i'll walk from here to the car and i'll have to have music on because i mm-hmm. feel i just need it yeah. and um uh it's usually jay-z or something yeah. while i'm doing i it. also play music by the uh weather so if it's yeah. a rainy day i'll put on like a whole bunch of like chill jazz yeah and just like ease into and, it like, it's it's fun i mean i was gonna go to school for music and not art yeah the visual side um but it didn't yeah <laughs> i have no understanding of music no no i just know what i like when i like it that's about it I if you were to ask me to recite lyrics psh, nope yeah Can't i took music it. from i don't know whenever they put something in my hand till yeah oac 
I tried all those sacks. I still play and I yeah. do whatever. And I've been actually really, I'm going to get back into music. I made a promise to myself this year. I'm building a music room in my house right now, soundproof. Are you? Doing all that stuff. And I'm going to go through and I'm going to start playing guitar again and get back into it. That's cool. And that kind of thing with some other people to start like a little That's little. cool. Yeah, it'd be fun. That'd be super fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'll bring my alto sax that I did in grade eight, <laughs> and I could can, not do yeah. use at all. <laughs> so, uh, we'll see what happens. Well, th- thanks so much for coming back. I yeah, think man. it's it's been about a year and a half since I, I well just I think just over a year since Jeez. you were on. Yeah, we should do one next week to just blow it out of the water. Oh, we should <laughs> <laughs> just bore your audience to death. <laughs> so thanks so much, and thanks, Publican. We enjoyed your beers today, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to everyone later. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you.